0: the thing with the writing is that um I really liked about it was that even if it's a small mission like a side mission or just like a hunting mission it puts Aloy in scenarios and therefore the player in scenarios where um there's either situations or perhaps emotions that you've not encountered before or types of people that you wouldn't normally have had to think about and um because of the dialogue options it just challenges you to think well what would i say in this situation if i've never been in it before what how would i handle it and it just makes you think a little bit about about um seeing things from different people's points of view and how different things impact different people as well and i think that's a real strength of of the writing in the game
1: i think you would you referenced it didn't you matt the other day when we were Doing one of the the main um, chat talks, and you talked about like a decision you'd made in in the game, and how that had got you to think about things in a different way.
2: Yeah, the like right the, Yeah, the, <laughs> mate, I think you might be thinking of something else. I, uh, yeah, the, <laughs> I, I, I have I have said that the writing is excellent. Mm. Really. What, I said the other day that it's got one of the best teams of writers working on it, um, and I'm gonna. I'm, I am afraid I'm gonna have to go back to cutting them down a peg because <laughs> it's necessary. I at the very start they have a like a the pre the the credits the opening credit sequence. And I look at the names and they probably have 50 names and all but three of them were men. Mm-hmm. And it's go, you can make men can make incredible things. A team that is 50 met 47 men and three women can still make amazing things, but you have to be aware. That's the Christopher Nolan complex is that you have to look and go, how is this going to translate down to what we do? Mm. And only thinking about it now, I was going to ask you, Alex. Yeah. About there's the the color the you could argue that there's they've gone right. We're going to the world is colorblind. No one sees color in this world. But then also, it really – I don't know how far it goes into calling it cultural appropriation because that, that, there's all these tribes and mm. they've just – okay, it's, it's a colorblind tribal system and we've got, oh a matriarch society, ooh, a sun-worship society. Mm. And it just really – it's just an uncomfortable you think oh they're trying all these interesting exciting things whereas it could be a group of 47 white men looking at things and going oh this is interesting i'll put this here
0: could be yeah it's interesting to think about i was just thinking you know i don't know much about it so i can't really comment but there's probably quite a variety of different Native American tribes that they could have drawn. I think they probably did draw inspiration from um, the game being set in what was America as well. Um, so I'd hazard an educated guess as to say that there's probably some influence from Native American tribes in there somewhere, yeah. possibly. Um, but again, I literally have no idea what I'm talking about. So feel free to discount that comment. Um but yeah, you could argue that there is there are some undertones there of potential cultural appropriation, just because obviously the cultures that they're talking about are completely made up. So I don't know if that makes sense in anyone else's head, but um, Yeah,
2: it does. It's just like they um
0: They're like no one will notice this because it's a completely new made up thing. Um, <laughs> um. Um, and in fact,
1: uh, on the other yeah. hand, you know a lot of these things—the the ways that societies developed and grew, mm. and 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 the, the 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 cultures and the clothing and the um I don't know, just the ways of living are generally belie- believed to have come out of their surroundings and mm. of the just of the humanity, just of existing, and so it. Is it so wrong to draw from existing cultures because those did happen? Those things did happen. So, is it is it unlikely that those those same things might happen in a like (laughs) post apocalyptic future? I
0: suppose when you you think about it, it could just be like a a big circle thing where, you know, humans do tend to sort of repeat themselves, don't they? Um, so, theoretically, if you were thinking about an apocalyptic future, what might that look like in terms of human society? You probably might draw on the different cultures and civilizations and tribes of the past, which I think is probably what has happened here. Mm. Um, and there's not necessarily anything wrong with that. Um but you know, it's just interesting to talk about and to to discuss. I think generally, or to at least open up the conversation about it. Um, I think and it's a really,
1: it's, yeah. I think it's a yeah. really in, interesting thing, especially what you were saying, Matt, about the the um, people behind the scenes, like the people that <coughs> are actually make in the game, are not demonstrating the diversity that we are seeing in the game. So therefore there 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 does become that uneasy feeling about how much of this is just performative, how much of this mm. is just sort of, you know like oh well, we know people like you know we'll just throw that in there, or as you were saying, you know this idea of, sort of color blindness and the idea that like it doesn't matter in the future, no one will care about these things, which is quite dismissive mm. of the fact that we have have that going on, <laughs> yeah. although you definitely have um slavery in the game and Hmm. you know coming into other tribes and taking people away and all of that going on so perhaps perhaps that was their way of trying to discuss these issues without doing it in a way that's too I don't know too well, you know, we all game for an escape. <laughs> you know, so yeah. there's got to be a bit, it can't be, it can't be too serious. I, I think it's really interesting. And I think the fact that they are not, that the team who are making it is not diverse is definitely means that it brings all of that into question, mm. whether or not that's a justifiable position i think that having more diverse teams means that we could feel more comfortable that these issues have been discussed and that these these things are coming from a a place of goodness and not just a place of ticking boxes
2: i feel like you you've just handed me a nail the last nail to put in the coffin of my giving them the benefit of the doubt i'm
0: afraid
2: (laughs) I managed to talk myself out of giving them the benefit of the doubt because the first thing that made me go mm, was because in um, the, the Frozen Wilds um, expansion of the first game, you go up north into the frozen, all oh, scary ice, and the mm-hmm. tribe that live there is called the Banuk. And I've been reading a book uh, that is set in either Arctic, the Arctic or Antarctic, where the um, native, uh, like the the Inuit, and pretty much the names of, of things, it, it basically just went, oh, we'll look at the Inuit, and we'll mm-hmm. just,
0: yeah,
2: we'll just go, or oh, we'll do something similar to that. Yeah. So that maybe go, that 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 is cultural appropriation of the of the kind that doesn't understand that what they're doing they're saying oh i like the look of that i'll take that and put that there and when that's the problem when you look at oh yeah it's 47 presumably mostly white men talk having try talking about tribes and you just mentioning slavery then and you're thinking, oh, they're bringing up these interesting topics to talk about. That really, there's. It feels like there's, those ring hollow mm-hmm. because they're not. there just going. Oh, slavery is interesting. I'll we'll plot that in. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they can still be. Yeah. It it's still an amazing, yeah. an amazing game, but it's not the feminist.
1: Hurrah! <laughs>
2: best thing ever. No more work to be done. <laughs> we, to cut, we're here to cut the patriarchy down a peg
1: yeah no i i agree i i think mm. that 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 yeah it's a low bar isn't it really <laughs> if that is the case and and i think you know certainly we you know in our conversations we expect more we need more and it needs to be more than skin deep and i think that is really important um but just so that we can end on like a <laughs> positive notes um you know what's the well i wanted to show actually a picture of the because i because i mm-hmm. uploaded them i want yeah. to show I took some I, i've only done two screen uh, a few screenshots and they, they, so i've got this one which is um mm.
0: you hey, it's just,
1: it's just yeah. the scenery is so breathtaking and alex you said earlier about <clears throat> that you were sorry excuse me you said earlier that you were watching, um, you were like l- looking at like all the different
2: um, mm.
1: things that they're wearing, and I've spent a lot of yeah. time looking at like what they've got in the hair and and all yeah. of that. And I, you know, but the scenery is just is just amazing, and you yeah. know, you just do feel like you're like you're there. And and I think you know that's it, that's. I always like a game where I can sit and watch the scenery. Sadly, in this game, you can only do that for about thirty seconds before mm-hmm. something long and tries to eat you so so for me that's i think the other thing that i really enjoy about it is the um acting is the voice acting Mm. just excellent Mm. it Um, is so i just want to come in with some their favorite bits
2: i have (laughs) i have a final three like game improvement things that i only discovered in my second playthrough i've mentioned the both to you but i will give them out for the um to help the masses (laughs) as they as they watch this video uh first is you can when you want to stealth strike or override a machine you can sprint up and slide in from any direction and attack or and and or override them like as you sprinted even if they notice you so you don't have to always creep up you can actually be very very ballsy about it um second if you're riding on an animal and you're on a road if you let go of the controls it follows the road you're on and that I keep it's... doing
1: that, and my uh, and my horse thing just keeps veering off. And I'm like, I'm not touching anything. I'm doing what Matt said.
2: <laughs> you just need to make sure you're face facing down the road, cantering, and then and
1: then <laughs> just step away from the keeper. So, you yeah, yeah, <laughs>
2: should be it should be fine. And then the third thing, the preparation for your, your gem. You know, said so we've talked about this before. What? PC players are missing out on is the haptic feedback of the mm. controller. Wait until you ride a bristle back with holding on to the controller. It is absolutely like you're holding on to the animal itself. Mm. The haptic the haptic feedback in this game is truly it's revolutionary and so I can give them credit for that.
1: Mm. Well done. Mm. Well I might that's do the sequel on, on the PS5. Yeah shit. Yeah, because yeah. you'll have to
2: wait that's... like three years yeah. for it to come out on PC.
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And one thing I will say, I paid seventy pounds for it, and you know I, I'm I get angry that they're trying to get us to pay £70 for games. Mm. This game is a thou- at least a thousand pounds worth of game. Wow. Truly. It's it's utterly mm. it's mm. Real, you're getting way more than you pay for.
1: Okay, I'm very glad they didn't put that price tag on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, there um, are some yeah. benefits to being, you know, like me and like getting everything very late mm. in the day. I, mean, I always get every. I I think all games should be around fifteen pounds <laughs> or free.
2: Yeah, <laughs> communist.
1: <laughs> what about you, Alex? Is there uh, any?
0: Well, I, up. I just, um, yeah, just how how sort of alive the world feels and how dangerous the world feels as well is, is something I haven't experienced in many games. So it's not a feeling I'm always 100% comfortable with all the time, especially when I'm just trying to relax by a fire. <laughs> and yeah. you know, they're, they're just like around everywhere and you're like, I oh, can't stay still, have to keep moving. But in a way that makes the experience better because it feels more realistic and more sort of like, you know, it, it is a dangerous place to be living in a post-apocalyptic world <laughs> yeah. of machines that are trying to kill you. Of course it's going to feel like that. But, uh, yeah, no, definitely just the whole thing, the whole package is amazing. And talking about it has so maybe me want to go back and try and finish it. So hopefully <laughs> see, someday soon I will. And then I'll enjoy the delights of Horizon Forbidden West.
1: Well, before we do the um, Fempat rating for the game, um, I just wanted to ask you, Matt, actually, just off the back of what you've just been saying, do you think that if the media hadn't picked this up as a feminist you know, masterpiece that you would have felt less critical of it. Do you think you would have felt that? Um, yeah. How do you think that would have influenced? Do you think you would have felt that it had had that it was progress? If, but not. Whereas I think you you seem more critical of it than.
2: Well, I. I <laughs> I just like with the with the Matrix, you can't unsee the patriarchy, yeah. and so and you can't you can't. It's hard to to turn the feminist lens off, mm. But because it's especially because it's a game. I cast a, a feminist, a more feminist general eye over most things now Mm. but because we're talking we we happen to be talking about it for an episode i just looked at it through my feminist lens for a bit which is exactly what Mm. we do here um i was uh, the only reason i was focusing on um the the feminist hurrah was just because you mentioned that headline i was i would have i would have gone yeah this is this is great this is progress this is good this is fantastic and and then i I might not have been so uh effusive uh with my criticism if I hadn't heard about that uh yeah. that title. Yeah. But yeah, so I I would have everything that I've said I still believe. Yeah, but I but I was just it added a bit more fizz to it because yeah, you're no, I think it, hearing I, the headline,
1: I think that's a really valid point though, isn't it? Because it's like when these games are sort of self congratulatory, mm, yes, yeah. then then it makes you look at it in a more negative way actually, and it's I think and I think you were I think the point that you made when at right at the start of that that sort of issue about. You know, like that is setting the bar so low. If that is, if that is it, then you know that is a problem. So I, I think that a, was a really good point. I just wanted to, to clarify that really. And, and right, so this is Matt's Matt's thing. So I'm going to let you explain it. I'll put it up on the screen. There you go.
2: So for anyone who is here for the first time, this is the gaming the system fempat index, the feminist patriarchal index where we take a game and we ask does this game represent a move towards feminist utopia and progress or a regression working well doesn't necessarily have to be working the extent to which it's taking us backwards or is it just keeping everything the same
1: mm-hmm.
2: who would mm-hmm. like to go first in their i, think with their opinion?
0: I would say it's somewhere between Feminist utopia and the S of status, but maybe a little bit closer to the S than not. I don't know. So like
1: six dashes in.
0: Yeah, yeah. Get yeah, some numbers on yeah. there. Yeah,
1: yeah. 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 <laughs> we're going to do this. Okay. Um, yeah, I would. I would probably. I mean, I'm earlier on in the game, so I'm still very like bright-eyed and enough. <laughs> so I think I'd move myself one more dash towards feminist utopia. Mm-hmm. I think it's good that we've got a, a. I think she. I think she is attractive, but I think she's not classically attractive, and so therefore, mm. I think that is a step in the right direction. Um, yeah,
2: I. I think I'd put it just above the the s and the t in feminist <laughs> utopia mm-hmm. i should put status quo underneath because then we could sort of measure i'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll think of something <laughs> this will we'll have a, a Fempat mark 2 yeah because we did we didn't talk about in terms of her appearance because when when the character model for forbidden west was first put up everyone was going she's not sexy i don't want to have mm-hmm. sex with that because that's how that's how So many we've 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 been spoiled. Straight young men, straight men, have been spoiled by the amount of sexualization of women Mm -mm. in all media. Mm. And when I was when I was looking at her, it's 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 impossible to describe the difference in how it looks from the first game to the second Mm. game. So you just Mm. that's something you actually need to experience. But you look at her and you see what she can do, and just go. Yes, she's she's attractive. That's that's what if that's how it's that's how it always is. She hasn't they mm-hmm. haven't made her all busty and ah uh, and perfect face. They've just made her attractive. Mm-hmm. But then it's what she can do. Mm-hmm. And then you take as with as with anyone who is extremely skilled at something, that shines through them and makes them makes them glow. Mm. and so that's why beauty can be found anywhere it's Mm. the thing behind it that that makes it glow and so that's that's a place where that's again that was a quote-unquote bold decision but Mm. one that that you can okay well done you can have that one yeah
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, that was interesting, though, Matt, because you put uh, put it higher than me and um, Alex.
2: <laughs> <So> <laughs> I talked you, I talk you both <laughs> down. Yeah. Us down yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I think that's that's enough about that today. So, <laughs> um, I think we'll bid you all farewell and like, mm-hmm. like, and share and comment. We want to hear comments. We yes. want to see comments. That would be awesome. Um, and you know, find three people. Twenty people who you think might like this, and one, on million
2: <laughs> one million people.
1: One million people, and we will see you next time um, on. We're on, on out every Tuesday and Thursdays. We're doing stuff now, aren't we? And mm. some days in between. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. So thank you very much. Bye. Goodbye.
2: We hope you enjoyed that episode of Gaming the System. If you want to support us, you can donate to us through our PayPal by sending it to wearegamingthesystem at gmail.com if you want to send us a one-off donation. If you want to donate to us monthly, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com gamingthesystem. Until next time, bye-bye.